0: Monster Game Night is a dark comedy actual play podcast that contains personal and political horror. This show is not appropriate for children, and adults can find content warnings in our episode descriptions. Welcome to our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle, Bluegrass by Night, where our storyteller pits us sweet, innocent vampires against a group of crazed cultists who control the fictional city of Jamestown. I am Gort. <laughs>
1: I am Gort (laughs) What's the opposite of metagame? I know, (laughs) seriously We are all Gort (laughs) Bring (laughs) all your Gort to us I feel that so much
2: right now You don't even know
1: We're method gamers
2: (laughs) I'm Gordon playing Russell
0: (laughs) Monster Game Night Is a dark comedy
3: I did a little. (laughs) Okay, for real, let's go. For real, get it all out.
0: (laughs) I am Russell, and I play Gordon, the Clan Lasombra super spy.
3: Josh and I play Clear Visions, the talk show host Toriador.
2: I am Nick, and I play Jason, the Assassin Bantu Akeem. This is Ben, playing Tomaso, the Vexed Takeda.
1: Hey, I'm Mike, and I am your insalubrious storyteller. Why doesn't our Coterie recap what happened last time on Monster Game Night?
3: Oh my god, Salubri's a clan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that a reference? I leave that to you to answer for yourself, dear listener.
3: Clear Visions hosted an episode of his famous talk show. Tommaso was stuck in his
2: secret producer role, so that meant he had to shove all these idiots out on the stage.
0: Meanwhile, Gordon played Overwatch and provided security for the show. I love that game. Yeah, and Jason was there.
3: (laughs) 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 Silently
2: overseeing. Anyway, turns out our very helpful staff did a terrible job of vetting these guests. I had to threaten one with a knife to get him to leave.
1: Despite that, their terrible job made me terrific. Hannah did her best. It wasn't good enough. To set the scene, tonight's session opens on the Clear Visions tour bus. The Clear Visions tour bus is a well-appointed luxury bus with soft leather furnishings and heavy curtains to block out the outside world. It's a quiet, isolated space, appropriate for the host of TV's most famous medium talk show. There's a small conversation pit and couches where everyone is sprawled. We can see Teresa sitting nearby with her wings spread wide catching the light. Clear Visions is relaxing, congratulating himself on a show well done. Tommaso's up over by the door, leaning out, and
2: he's finished, finishing up yelling at the staff. Okay, listen to me. Annette Otsen and Lucas Thorne, they're on the banned list. I'm talking no guest, no crowd, no ticket, no nothing. You get this wrong, it's not just your job that's threatened, you got me?
1: Right away, Mr. Bianchi, right away. I'm so, so sorry for that. It'll never happen again. It better not, you got me? Hannah turns around and scurries off with a clipboard in her hands, writing furiously, Masa slams the door shut. You
0: do
3: know I don't think it was entirely her fault.
2: I don't care if it was entirely her fault or not. She needs to know.
3: I'm not going to lie. That was probably not great, but I looked good, I think. Sure, whatever. Okay, on the more important stuff. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, the important stuff's already done. I filmed my show. We're good to go. Ugh. Right? That's what you're talking about? That and is, he'll nudge you with
2: his elbow? That is the furthest Yet. thing from what I'm talking about right now. Sure. Okay.
0: That priority's over. What's next? Hey, kid? Come on. <laughs> I wouldn't even really call that priority. It's oh. more of a distraction
3: there's we're never really done here it's a constant grind you have to get onto that alpha grind move set you know just keep it moving keep it grinding keep it vibing keep it tight that's what i'm saying there's
2: gonna be something grinding in here if you don't stop talking about that
0: right now i swear so let's move on yes yes please what uh where are we going to start first we found the map right and we know where we're where we need to go to disable these wards yeah, more than one.
3: Well, upon further thought, we got to take those wards out,
2: buddy. Right? Yeah, this is a problem we have to deal with. That's for the best. Listen, trust me, I, I I got my recording of KIW paused right now. I'd love to go home and watch it. Not an option.
1: For the benefit of our listeners, I'm about to do an offstage whisper to Gordon.
3: For our listeners, the benefit of me, you should follow us on... Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Twitter and I think we have a Reddit r slash monster game night. Come and hit us up. And they're talking and they're laughing. Ooh, they a little kiss. Continue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and just to clarify, even though that wasn't character voice,
1: those all actually. Oh exist. yeah, that
3: was me. It just flows. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is Clear the, Vision's playing, Josh. The actual character voice is this. I can't turn it off. I'm sorry. It's really scary, guys. We have problems. Help me. <laughs> I'm going to be fired if I continue <laughs> talking like this.
2: <laughs> Where do we start? Well, we got to get out.
3: True. So I really think we go back to my plan of artistically, you know, posing and just really, really make a good uh, a picture, a scene of it, and then stab ourselves in the chest with a stake and then just drive the tour bus through. That way, we don't frenzy, limited damage. I think we should be fine. Take a little dirt nap.
0: Two issues there. One, we have no one to pull the stakes out when we get to the other side. Oh, I have plenty of staff. Staff that you're going to trust to do this?
3: Oh, yes. Hannah's great.
0: I'm not trusting them to do shit after tonight.
3: Michael went to federal prison for me. They love me.
2: Terrence. Terrence.
3: That guy. (laughs) I told you. (laughs) I know all of their names.
1: (laughs) I was about to ask you to repeat it, but that really does make it better. <laughs>
3: so, first of
1: all, did you say Micah?
3: I meant Terence. Micah's his middle name, don't you know? <laughs> so it's Terrence Micah. <laughs> <laughs> Berg, Berg, Bergsteiner. <laughs> uh, but no, I really, I, you could always just give a, a directive to somebody with your whispers. Sure. But
1: I don't know if that's... A few moments later, there is a soft knock at the door, a polite pause. The door clicks open and in steps a young woman with hair that falls about shoulder length in curls. You can see that her complexion would normally be called olive, but she's clearly ill and it's faded to be pretty pale. Still, she's gone to the extent of doing her makeup very well. She's wearing a carefully tailored black suit, carrying a leather handbag at her side. We see Rosetta step
3: in. Clear instantly stands up and, like, almost politely runs to her and, like, gives her a hug and says, I'm so happy that you're doing better. You looked like real dog shit.
1: As Clear Visions wraps his arm around her, he can feel that she is still cold and clammy, He notices that she pushes a hand out to the side to support herself up against the side of the tour bus. She gathers herself, turns her head towards Clear Visions, and she says, You replaced me?
3: I'd I'd never replace you. I was considering a leave of absence, which required a person to fill in those gaps. But now that you're back and I... I will add, this will also go in your performance review. Outstanding, Marks. But now that you're back, that spot's back on the table, baby. That's good, because I sent that weirdo with the business cards and that... If you got rid of Hannah, so, so help
1: me. I sent her away as well. She had no business here. She had no... She hadn't slept in three days. This is why we needed you back. And
2: after Tommaso says that, he quickly wipes the slight smile he had on his face off because he realizes everybody's looking at him. Then he just walks over, and he holds that hand, and he says, good to have you
3: back, cousin. Exactly. We're We're not a business. And he looks at Tommaso. We're a family. Rosetta stretches out her arms and gives Tommaso
1: a short, slightly distant hug, and she says, I know what you did. Thank you.
3: And... And what Yeah, you have some more things to go around?
1: Rosetta pulls a phone from her pocket and she starts scrolling through it and she looks at Clear Visions and she says, We have to wrap up after the show. So I have sent the reels away. I have also collected the emails that Hannah gathered and I've begun to send out the vouchers for the ebooks that you requested. Uh, I have also been informed that Lucas Thorne is no longer is a person non grata on our list. I have also been informed that Annette Oatson should receive the same treatment. And I have also been fielding resumes for a replacement bus driver, Uh, though that's been somewhat of a challenge you'll understand given that Jamestown is a small place and it's slightly hard to find someone who will work nights only on short notice. Completely understandable. So, to catch you up on the
2: actual important stuff, we need to get the fuck out of here.
3: You were taking down that call, baby. And I think that you're going to have a, a big role in this plan. You know, a big promotion. Rosetta? To really use your skills. Do you... Also, we took really good care of your car. Don't check it out. Do you
0: uh, have your commercial driver's license by chance?
1: Rosetta gives Gordon a very puzzled expression and says, roll a D10 for me.
3: Yeah, she's a long-haul trucker on the weekend. Come on. She might be with a 10. Hey! Hey!
1: (laughs) It just so happens that one of my roles in the past has required me to earn it. It's a bit out of date, and if we were stopped, I wouldn't want to rely on that documentation, but yes. Hey, listen, I
2: get it. I had to do some weird things back in the day, too.
1: You know how it is. Me
2: too.
3: <laughs> what
0: kind <laughs> of weird things that you have to do? I'm not talking about it. Move on. Is this the kind of thing that requires, like, music? And maybe glitter? <laughs> <laughs> Rosetta, do you feel comfortable driving this bus across the bridge at the very least?
3: Also, how would you like to drive a 12-inch stake into my chest? That sounds lovely. <laughs> I don't want any part of this. (laughs) Right (laughs) there (laughs) with you. Okay,
2: so since they're beating around the bush, I'll just go ahead and spell it out for you. They think it's a great idea for all of us to get staked and you drive us back through the wards. All right? And then pull the stakes out. That's a very important part. You have to pull the stake out. So question for you is...
1: How did you do going through the wards? Just fine. I didn't even know there were any wards here. Now, do we know if removing the stake is enough to awaken you?
3: Approximately 14 days. I forgot about that. Part. For you,
1: for me, <laughs> it's a year. A
0: year? For fi- five humanity? Yeah. If you go into Torpor, it, it's a year. <laughs> so I'm definitely not doing this.
3: <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I, think I, mean, of all the plot I can't, could have can't go year. across
0: the ward at three hunger at the moment, which is why I'm at given what we did last time and the fact that I became a pincushion. Yeah, that was bad.
3: And a meth head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? A meth head? What? Didn't you shove meth in his mouth? You shoved the meth in <laughs> my mouth? And it did nothing happened.
0: <laughs> what the fuck? That's what your
2: Do you tooth... know what it was cut
3: with? I had to try. Yeah, that's why your tooth's falling out. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't notice. <laughs> It's one of the back
0: ones. Nobody will see it.
2: Yeah, so tell me in as much detail as you can.
3: How does this make you feel?
0: Hey, Rosetta, do you have a steak around here? I want to show Jason how it makes me feel right now.
3: Honestly, I'm feeling the same. Just steak me. (laughs) (laughs) Let me out.
1: (laughs) Uh, Feels like steak in chest. Got it. Rosetta unbuttons her jacket and you see that on the inside there is a very ornate wooden stake and next to it what looks like a large caliber handgun as well.
3: On the stake is inscribed Clearvision's name. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a stake with, the, with your name on Yeah with a circle waiting for the check mark. <laughs> you
2: see the family makes sure you're always prepared good nice to know that
3: no so what's our backup plan when mine mine will succeed but what, what's the other one
0: i think we cross at the same time that uh sniffs comes across which we just should be them
3: on the way out it, sh- yeah j- just say hey
0: good luck guys and we'll let you out we're gonna go take the ward down
3: i do kind of like that idea so we
2: meet them at the river and we go out and they come in yeah Yeah, honestly, I think we need to have our wits about us as we do this, especially if those mangy mutts are going to be involved. And by the way, didn't we also possibly talk about them and the cult having a little get together? We did. We want, them, we want them to meet.
3: We did. I did tell Ardell when they were crossing, and where.
2: Oh, how convenient.
3: I thought it'd be fun, and a big distraction while we cross and actually get out. Oh, good, and I get to be the flag girl that opens the gate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the, the cult is full of kindred, right?
3: Almost exclusively.
0: So this
2: is perfect. We take care of our blood debt to the werewolves. I would just like to make the point as well, I know you were asleep, but... There was a cop waiting for us on the other side last time. Yeah, we murdered that bitch. Yeah, lucky for you, by the way. Got the feed right away.
3: That's that's what I was going to say. We got really lucky last time that there was just a willing vessel waiting, you know, to throw himself on our pyre. But this time, I don't think the other side is so populated.
0: Yeah, I would say we had the bus filled with some groupies. And I look at
3: Rosetta. And I say, wow, I wish we had a willing young man and woman who would just do whatever we said on the tour bus waiting to, you know, just let us feed on them. But what can we do about our past employees? I hope they got a severance or something.
1: This goes very far against Rosetta's nature. Okay, I need you to give me a role of uh, manipulation persuasion.
0: I'm going to remind Rosetta that she is a ghoul herself and that we don't want to necessarily harm these two employees. We just want to turn
1: them into ghouls. So, Clear Visions has a die in the pool already because she is his ghoul.
3: Oh, that was miserable. Oh, just kidding. I got five.
1: Rosetta's face darkens. She wants to say no. She looks at Clear Visions and she says, I'll see to it. She turns around on her heel, offers no goodbye, steps away. You hear the door of the tour bus open and
3: close. Now that's the kind of initiative that I love. You know, she heard directions, she took it, and she's going to run with that money.
2: Uh, just be prepared. That might cause you problems later.
3: Oh, You think I don't know about the butterfly effect? Everything I do causes a ripple.
2: I was talking about the look on her face, but never mind. We got... Of
3: course. This has all been foreseen.
2: (laughs) Okay. All right. Listen, we got two more important things we need to discuss on this. All right. Suzanne and
0: Olivia, are they coming with us? Olivia can't, right? She's trapped by the wards.
3: Exactly. I thought we were getting rid of her, too. She could suck my butt. Stay in there. She's trapped.
2: Well, you got to keep in mind, OK, we got one other player on the field,
0: the Dark Dua. I see nothing wrong with this. Like we're, we're going to have the cult and the werewolves in one place. If the Dark Dua shows up, all the better. It can wipe up the cultist, potentially be taken care of itself by the werewolves. And potentially take care of us. We just have to make sure that we are not in engagement range.
2: Exactly. We won't be here. I'm just walking through everything. You guys know I'm not good at planning. What
1: does Jason's ringtone sound like? Sound from Power Rangers. my oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Zordon. Yes. I no, no, it's a, it's a, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. it's <laughs> <horrifying
3: tone. laughs>
1: Oh god. <laughs> Jason's phone starts ringing.
3: <laughs>
1: Hello. Jason here is on the other side, the voice of Pascal, the Nosferatu. Hi, Jason. Uh, listen, we we got a little problem. Something's Something's been attacking a whole lot of kindred here, and we want to get out of here. Um, we know you're real good at getting out, and we also know that you killed a girl, and we have pictures to prove it, and uh, you'll get us out, right? You think
0: my Camarilla...
1: I talk really fast and I don't always think about what I'm saying.
3: Same. So they have given you a job, right? Well,
1: no. Lonnie gives me the jobs. But still, I'll tell them. I'll tell them everything I know. I just don't want to be here anymore. And I don't want to have to cross those wards alone. You're safe where you are. We need you here. Oh, I don't like that at all. In fact, I'm going to send you some support. I'm going to leak your nudes. <laughs> Hey, hey, <laughs> that was the last Excuse story.
0: Me?
2: Yeah, um, nudes of an underage person. Yeah, you go ahead and leak those. See where that gets you.
1: I never.
2: The phone clicks shut.
0: <laughs> the hell was that? Yeah, well, why would you, why were you telling someone to leak nudes of an underage person? You know that's illegal, right? That sounds spicy. Yeah, exactly.
3: That was the point.
2: <laughs> Are you going to fill us in? Or...
3: Yeah. This is why I answer all my calls on speakerphone. Continue. Who? Who who was? Those (laughs) were our. (laughs) Who was the call? That That was great. Those
0: were our Lonnie contacts. Are being chicken. What's going on? Are they
2: trying to shake you down? They're trying to leave. Good. Why? Because they want to abandon their duties. Because they're
3: scared little shits. I don't know. Perfect. We lure them over here. We tell them my plan. We convince them the plan is great. We stake them. We cross with our plan, and then when we frenzy, we rip their family friendly throats out. That way I,
0: I, we're I actually good. don't hate this idea.
3: I kind of like it.
0: How how old were these contacts? I don't know.
3: Honestly, one of them looked like a gremlin and the other one looked like the Hulk, except with depression. So I couldn't <laughs> tell their <laughs> age. <laughs>
0: When you say the Hulk, like, large and, like, in charge?
2: You don't remember arguing with that one about that show for, like, 30 minutes? You know, that was so
3: long ago. Ruffy, and it was a dog or something. Whatever. It was a terrible show. It
0: didn't answer me about Suzanne. Well, I don't think we have an answer for Suzanne at the moment. I'm more concerned about the Zalani issue now than I am Suzanne. Suzanne's whatever.
3: Honestly, I'd consider our mission on that checked. We know where she's at, we know what she's up to, and we can report it. I mean, we weren't supposed to bring her with us, right? Yeah, for all intents and purposes, she's trapped in here, too. Yeah. So they will know where to locate her. Yeah, unless we firebomb that university like I've been talking about. We're not doing that.
2: Are you absolutely set on that? Are are you you kidding with me right now? Maybe. Better be.
3: I do have a flamethrower, though.
0: Okay, so I think we've got a, a pretty solid plan here, except for Suzanne. Which you're worried about? What are you worry about with Suzanne, and Tommy? Because she's family. That's what I'm worried about. And okay, she what, has, she's safe in here, right?
3: Exactly. She has her. She, she has her little or base whatever. or whatever. Mm. And she said those spirits would protect her. Uh, That's right. She's got her fanboys. So she's got to either admit that she's not as powerful as we are, being able to cross the wards and protect ourselves, or she could do it herself.
0: Yeah. Either way, it's win-win for me. All right. You know what? Here's what I'm gonna do.
2: I'll give her a call real fast. I'll see what she wants to do.
0: I mean, I don't particularly feel comfortable with her coming with us. If we're going to go meet the werewolves, I, I don't, I don't want piss in the wind to get the wrong idea with her and kill her. It's fart in the shower. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want her. I don't want him to think that we're bringing her as like a little snack for him.
3: I kind of like that too.
2: No point is the cult's going to be there. As soon as that happens, that's what those mutts are going to care about.
3: There's no reason to say that they would only hunt people who wear shirts, okay, or robes or whatever. Well, then she can hide with our uh, Nosferatu buddies in their little base. And honestly, it might do them some good to talk with a woman.
2: You know what? You, you might actually have a decent idea here. Linking those stooges
0: up with her.
3: I, I think it's a bad idea. They're clearly ambitious. She's very ambitious. They're desperate. They'll do whatever she wants.
0: Yeah, we don't want to make, I hate to say this, we don't want to make her a more powerful enemy if things go wrong.
2: Well, true. She wouldn't be my enemy, but she would be the rest of you. All right, you know what? As much as I hate to do it, I'm going to leave it to her own devices. She can probably take care
0: of herself. Sounds good. Suzanne will remember that. How would Suzanne know? She
3: won't. It's that telltale game logic, boy. It don't matter.
0: Is there, is there a storyteller going in and being a little snitch? Because you know what they say about snitches? They get the bitches.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, so I think the plan is that we go to the crossing point and we let the puppies in. Jason does his hocus pocus.
3: Mm-hmm, like. He's got two flashlights, like a runway operator. Yeah, and just...
0: Bringing them over. He lets the dogs out.
3: Ooh, let the dogs in.
0: <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> you like this idea, Jason? <laughs> I like this idea. I okay. think it's a great idea. Yeah. I'm
3: totally in. And I put my hand in the middle of the circle.
0: Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just look confused.
2: <laughs> I
3: put my other hand in. And go, go out. <laughs> okay well i was gonna say go clear visions but it's fine it's fine we'll, we'll we'll discuss it
1: so a few moments later you hear the door to the tour bus click open in walks rosetta carrying a duffel bag in front of her and you see that behind her are the figures of timmy the very long haired, somewhat heavy set, tall, broad shouldered former assistant of Clear Visions. And trailing behind him is Hannah, the youthful brown haired and blue eyed college girl who was his one-time intern rosetta steps in and you can hear a soft wooden clinking sound from her duffel bag as requested i have found your two very favorite assistants
3: hello hannah and timmy i really appreciate all that you've done for the clear vision show that's why you've been promoted to on-demand team member and we are demanding your presence
1: you see timmy and hannah both look at each other. And then Timmy looks at Clear Visions and he says, it's all Hannah's fault.
0: I, I gave her, Timmy, Timmy, I'm going to stop you right there. We don't care. What? That is okay. Really? Yeah. In fact, I would like to offer you a, both of you, a one-time offer to become security interns and you can help myself and Mr. Drystan over here. Tristan. Drystan. Tristan.
3: That's his name. Do i His mom called him that, Tristan. For the team.
0: You can help us secure the set, and you can learn from your failures.
1: Timmy looks at Jason. He says, he's really young, but that sounds good to me. He looks young, but really he has ages of experience.
3: Exactly. When you when you join the Clear Vision show, you gain years of experience and weeks of time. You've only been with us for a few days. Look how much you've grown. This is a real opportunity here.
1: You hear Hannah's voice from behind Timmy. He's pretty looming and sort of covers the entire space. She pokes her head out from behind Timmy and she says, "I don't think I'm really very interested in learning to be a security intern. Um that's not really what I am here for. Uh I'd rather just go back to school." and just never put this on my resume and forget it ever happened.
0: Really, what we we need someone who is good with social media, Hannah. And I know you're good with social media because you did that awesome task for us earlier, uh, like yesterday, right? Really, we need someone who is good at that kind of stuff to be able to look through our uh, participants' histories and make sure they're not a threat to clear. There, There are all types of security. You're going to be what we call a cybersecurity intern.
1: Give me a role of charisma plus leadership. Would this be more manipulation leadership? I'll take manipulation leadership, fine. Three successes. Hannah looks at Gordon and says... I I really really don't want to be a security logistics intern and okay I'm going to
0: she she looks at my eyes right yeah I'm going to cast cast I'm going to activate mesmerize
3: for Rouse Jack. Oh no I do
0: get hungrier
3: <clears> to <throat> to be fair she said she wanted to forget the whole thing <laughs> Yeah
0: <laughs> fair um <laughs> She said it. Yeah. And I'm going to look at her with Mesmerize activated. And I'm going to say, Hannah, you really, really want this. This is like the best thing for your career that you could do. If you have anything with cybersecurity on your resume, that will
1: make you just leap ahead of other uh, potential candidates for other jobs. This command does go against her nature, so she does get a roll against it. it. Oh, God, though. She never had a chance. That's only two. She only had one. Everyone who is tracking stains, make sure that we discuss this one. Uh Oh? You're right. I should just try this out sometime, shouldn't I? It's... Um really new to me though i don't even know anything about security or cybersecurity, and i don't think anyone will ever hire me for that either but i guess I'll, I'll do what you tell me to do wonderful thank you very much
0: uh i'm going to say hannah let's uh why don't you and me go over to my trailer
1: and we'll talk about what your duties are going to look like oh i don't like this at all so we're going yeah. to do that off screen yeah what is everybody else doing is jason doing anything
2: uh just preparing to uh crack the ward hey spy man where would you put all those blood bags? I've
0: got a few right here. Do I need to do a, any kind of frenzy check for four
1: hunger to feed from her? Oh, God. What? You're at four Why hunger?
3: Why ask that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be fair.
1: <laughs> I appreciate the fairness. True. Uh, to our listeners, this makes me as uncomfortable as it does make you. And what <laughs> do I have to
3: get for this? <laughs> I'm not telling you. Two sixes and a nine. More than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Don't you wish you could spend willpower to reroll willpower?
0: (laughs) So bad. That's one success. It is it is a zero if that matters. Like I crit on one of the dice, but I don't think it matters.
1: hmm. Hunger's not in it, so don't matter. Does not matter. That's really bad. I'm going to send a termination letter to
0: Hannah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Retroactive termination. To set the scene, Gordon leaves the Clear Visions tour bus and returns to his own trailer. Hannah follows behind Gordon and says, You know, it's a real pleasure to work with Clear Visions on this. And, you know, I know I wasn't really excited about being a security intern before now, but now I'm really interested in this. Thank you so much. Um And what did he say your name was again? Gordon returns to himself, realizing that he has murdered this poor woman in cold blood. The second possible stain for Gordon tonight.
0: Guys, I'm just going to go ahead and say now, I'm just going to go ahead and lose the humanity on my phone.
1: Good for you. I'm calling Suzanne. Tommaso, you step out from the tour bus.
2: I, I have a, I have a blood bag with me because I was going to go off and feed too.
1: Sipping on a blood bag yeah. as you make this call. Yeah. The phone rings for a little bit, kind of an uncomfortably long time, in fact. And then you hear the voice of Suzanne answer, little cousin. It's so good to hear from you again. Yeah, good. Finally picked up. That took a while. Aren't we supposed to be leaving? I thought you told me to get out.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. I was calling to remind you. We're working on our plan, so need to know that you at least have one for yourself.
1: Yeah, so um, I don't know if you know this, but like there's supposed to be wards around the city or something. But anyway, they don't really bother thin bloods. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I don't care. Have a good night. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Bye.
0: (laughs) That was a fruitful
2: conversation.
0: (laughs) I just want to point out. You made such a big stink about her coming with us. And she's like, no, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: This is what happens. When you're loyal to family, sometimes it bites you in the ass.
3: To Jason. What time are you doing your ritual? I think Jason already left. (laughs) Never mind. I'm going to call Ardell.
1: (laughs) Visions pulls out his somewhat dated phone, calls Ardell.
3: Oh, no. It's like a Nokia slide.
1: Okay. So, pulls out his phone, dials the number Ardell gave him. Seven. Ardell (laughs) Ardell answers on the very first ring. Cassius?
3: Hello, Mr. Hammond. How's it going?
1: Things have been better. How's your mother? Still alive.
3: Oh, that's actually really good news. Uh, okay, so we were talking and my young ward, Jason, is going to be setting up the uh, the crossing wards and bringing those beasts over. And I wanted to let you know that we will be doing it at 9.15 on the dot at... And I give him the location again.
1: Thank you, Cassius.
3: Of course. I thought that it would be fruitful to let you know that. Also,
1: it's good to see you siding with me against whatever it is that tried to turn you against me.
3: You know how comfortable I am talking with you. And I have to agree that we're just And he hangs up.
1: <laughs> okay, the line goes dead. Not sussy at all.
3: Can you not lie to him? I mean, I yeah, I tried before, and he saw right through it, and I know that he can do that. Yeah.
1: yeah. What is Jason doing? Uh, Jason went back to his uh, hideout to uh,
2: work on copying this book. Okay.
1: Yeah, Jason has no trouble copying this. He's a very diligent note-taker and an astute student of the arcane arts. Yeah, and then I'm going to do some research on uh, how best to... <laughs> open the ward
2: oh so now you're doing it so add <laughs> yeah. a
1: die to your pool in the future when we have you roll against it nice jason adds a die not the rest of you Aww. <laughs> not yet <laughs> so an uncomfortable silence later that leaves clear visions and Teresa sitting alone what is gordon doing with hannah's body
0: <laughs> no um so gordon's gonna go back to his um his cia days to get rid of bodies. <laughs> Scratch his name off the door and write <laughs> <laughs>
3: No.
0: So he's gonna take um and stealthily pick up the body and stealthily go out to a car, a random car out in the staff parking lot. And he's gonna break into it. One that's old enough that would not like he could like is not very technological. And breaks into it and places the body in there and then drives it to the river. Stealthily? Well, not doesn't <laughs> no. drive it stealthily, no.
3: 95 miles an hour.
0: Normally, um, so it's not rise to suspicion, and he takes the car and uh, just runs off into the
1: river give me a dice roll of wits plus stealth this has a high probability of failure Mm -hmm. i am yeah there was a lot of steps in there yeah (laughs) yeah, i'm not sure that that's going to be the only dice roll but i just want to see if the first one fails
3: yeah we also had a lot of cops like just hanging out like buying myself time to
1: plan the next dice roll that's eight successes (laughs) (laughs) let's (laughs) go
0: I also crit oh. on it. I got three zeros. You were you're, you're out
3: that one. I wasn't on a hunger die.
0: No, I had no hunger die because I'm a zero. Oh,
1: <laughs> Gordon has no trouble carrying Hannah's body from his trailer, finding a car that is old enough to not have an alarm system. I need one more dice roll. This is determine how well Gordon can drive the car into the river and escape from it on his own. So this is this is slightly weird, but we're gonna go with it. This is going to be dexterity drive. Where we watch Gordon with his foot on the accelerator driving a 1970s Buick across downtown Georgetown towards the river. Russell is trying to get me to change my dice roll. No, no. I'm not.
0: No, <laughs> no. I'm going to ask the question Would the evasive driving specialty apply here?
1: Oh, I think it should. I will give you that one. See the. I'm going to rouse go. the blood. Champagne colored Buick speeding across downtown Jamestown towards the river. Gordon has placed Hannah in the driver's seat, her foot close to the accelerator. Who knows how they're going to explain the fact that she's been drained of blood, but that's a problem for another
3: night. Dang, you should just like a shard of glass in there.
0: I'm actually going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to take a, a shard of glass and just stuff it in the wound so it connects the two points,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, but I don't like this. You made me lose uh, those five successes. Gordon is successful at navigating the car, pointing it towards a fast running patch of the Wildcat River as he crosses a bridge across a small stream. The car tears through the barrier, blocking, protecting cars from the bridge. We see twisted metal and concrete go flying we can hear the crush of the car's hood and we see the car flung off the bridge into the night landing with a crash into the river and gordon rolling safely to the side he has
3: no problem returning to the Clear Vision's encampment. I can't wait until tomorrow when we cross that river and like her fucking corpse is like <laughs> <laughs>
0: there. alive in
3: Ravnus.
2: <laughs> Why would and it by. be alive
3: in Ravenous? Because there's like Cthulhu in that water, dude. That happened oh, in like episode yeah. two. Oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I just never left my mind. <laughs>
1: So I think the first person to return is probably Tomaso because he just made a quick phone call. R- Real quick, before we do that, um,
2: I'd like to ponder something, and I guess this is going to lead to a role. I want to think about how the rest of the family would handle me not informing them that I'm getting the fuck
1: out. So give me a role of intelligence plus etiquette and add your specialty in Hecata politics. One success is enough to know that... You know, they may or may not handle it well. Sort of a distant consideration, really. You're so far beneath their notice that they may not really care at all.
2: Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to bother calling
0: them then, obviously. If it comes up later, we'll deal with it.
1: On the walk home, I'm going to pull out my old Nokia, like, brick phone. Gordon withdraws his Nokia 3310, dials Robert McGonnell, is redirected through several clandestine operators, and eventually the phone rings. There's It takes a little while. It's not a very quick system that we have going on here because, of course, the Lasambra are not well known for their love of technology. And there is a uh, an uncomfortable moment while Gordon waits on the phone.
3: It takes a really long time to set up the intensive network of paper cups that they have to use. <laughs> One man and reader, though.
1: There is a click and the voice of Melissa Chapman comes over. Mr. Fletcher, you have reached the residence of Mr. McDonald. He's indisposed at the moment.
0: Hello, Melissa. Uh, you could tell Bertie. That I am reporting in that we are we have completed our investigation of this area and uh, we are moving on to remediation steps for the business problem that he presented to us.
1: Director McGonagall will be relieved to hear that. It has been some time since we've had a new report from Chicago.
0: Yeah, he might want to, once our business is concluded here, uh, send someone to come and talk to the good father.
1: He was asking about Father Paulson. Has he been of use to us, or should we begin searching for his replacement? Uh,
0: I think we we might need to take some remediation steps on that. Regard. I'll make a note. Uh, Also, tell him that the good father has uh, an item that may disagree with whoever we send.
1: Oh, that simply won't do. I'll be sure to inform him. Perfect. Thank you very much. Have a good evening, Mr. Fletcher.
0: You too. Thank you very much. The line goes dead.
2: I mean, is there anything else we want to do before we say we're done tonight?
0: You you, you see Gordon with his sleeves rolled up on his hands and knees, scrubbing the blood out of his trailer floor and uh, putting bleach down to cover the
3: blood stain, everything else. Mr. Visions? Lear has a mock glass of wine and him and Teresa have a lovely relaxing evening together because they know that they won't get this opportunity for a while. Mr. Driston? Uh, Jason is uh, preparing his reagents for uh,
2: breaking
1: the war the next night. That's what they're calling it.
3: Preparing your reagents. <laughs> oh, should I say I was shining my sword? <laughs> i <I'm> polishing
1: it.
2: admirably, <laughs> 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 Mr. Galenti? So, Tommaso goes back and uncovers the shotgun he liberated from the policeman way back at the start of when we entered Jamestown. He's going to make sure it's ready to go
1: in case it's needed tomorrow night. Very nice. I think this is a wonderful moment to conclude tonight's session. Hey guys, we're Monster Game Night. Thank you so much for joining us again. I'm Mike, your storyteller, and I am joined at the table by Josh playing Clear Visions. Nick playing Jason. Ben playing Tommaso.
0: Russell playing Gordon. Tune in next week. We release an episode every Monday. Also follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. We'd love to hear from you on social media. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Monster Game Night. Also, please give us a rating, write a review, and tell your friends and family about the show. Word of mouth is the best way for a small independent show like ours to grow. Hope that you can come to our next Monster Game Night.
3: Thanks, 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 thanks. Oh, shit. What is the line? And I'm...
2: Josh playing Clear Visions. Adjective, Clan.
1: I would actually love for you to redo the intro. Agreed. It was good, but I can tell... Bring that energy. Asshole. Bring that energy. So you like whispered it to me like we're trying to hook up. Our <laughs> podcast is not trying to hook up with oh our listeners. Oh my How do you know? Our Speak podcast, for yourself. Maybe, dude. maybe we, yeah, are. we are. <laughs> <laughs> Just I once,
3: I want someone to be like. <sighs> oh.
0: <"Hi." laughs> yeah, baby. <maybe. laughs>
3: this is our similar podcast. Bodster Game Night is a dark comedy actual play podcast. <laughs> you need to do a Crinkle, crinkle, tinkles. <laughs>
1: Listen, that will upset our literally dozen of listeners. They'll be so horny they won't know what to
3: do.